0: Hey da you shave
1: your balls? I do shave my balls. What product do you use? I use Manscaped. Especially the lawnmower trimmer 4.0. Wow, I need to check that out. I think you should, and with our code rapinorder order 20," you can get 20 percent off. Wow, Reg, thanks for that. My
0: girl's gonna be so happy. Smooth as eggs.
1: And welcome to another episode of Rapping Order. I'm First Class Reg. I'm Torian B. Today we got that Avila's guy joining us. Yo, it's been a while, brother. It has been a while. It's good to How see you. How you guys it? doing? Good, good. Um, today, we're going to go over Ego Trippin', which is Snoop Dogg's ninth studio album. It was released in 2008 through Snoop's Doggy Style Records and Geffen Records. Uh, the album debuted at number three, sold over 137,000 copies in the first week. He had some pretty good reviews on this. Um, he had production from Polo to Don, Hit Boy, Terrence Martin. The Neptunes, Knotts, DJ Quick, Raphael Sadiq, Teddy Riley. So it was jam-packed. Um, it was my suggestion for us to kind of revisit this album because uh, it just stands out to me in Snoop's catalog. Like Snoop has so many albums, but this one stood out in particular because um, I just remember vividly him saying um, when this album was coming out that it was called Ego Tripping because he let he had to let other artists and other people write for him. So that w- it was like a collaborative effort that he just wasn't used to. Like, of course, like we know years later, right? Of course, it came out that Hov wrote for Snoop on um, Still DRE, you know. So we know that people have written for Snoop before. But this album, you know, this was something that he kind of just gave, let the powers that be like they do their thing. And in I this mean, case, it was the writers that, that like contributed the way that they did. And um, also, sorry, sorry, I'll let good. you go in yeah. a second. But also, um, he called it ego tripping because at the time, the plan was originally for him to have no features. So that was, that's what he was going into this album as. But, you know, of course, that changed with the features that he has on this album. But I just wanted to know what we thought of this album. Um, I think it came up. It actually came up in a conversation that I had with Torian because we were talking about... Um, you know, like when artists writing their albums and, you know, how that goes for rappers. And in this case with Snoop, with him being a veteran, how that was for him. Um, what were you going to say, though? Um. Well, let's scale
2: that back to answer more what you're saying now. Um, a big thing with ego tripping, I think uh, Snoop finally recognized his... Stance in pop culture at this point I think he already knew rap wise Who he was and what he meant to the rap world But I think uh, At this point he understood his Pop cultural significance Because I think that's much bigger Um, I think Snoop is, we've discussed this We all agree, Snoop is hands down the most Famous rapper that's ever been Because my only Spanish speaking grandmother like Back in the day used to be like Yo, it's a Snoop Doggy Dog." You know, she's the one he's the one, um, I think, cultural significance that no matter what where it is, he's the most recognizable figure when it comes to hip hop universally. Mm -hmm. Snoop at this point, I think, didn't understand what he really could do and how Snoop was so dynamic. And I think after this album because his leading single off of this was the uh, Sexual Eruption, Mm -hmm. I think he understood what he could be further and further. And that's where we get the offshoots of Snoop doing a gospel album, Snoop doing a full uh, Jamaican-themed reggae album, dancehall album, whatever you want to call that. And then Snoop just branching out to all these different places. Uh, After this... I mean, before this, we heard Snoop touching the pop culture but this album I think is ego tripping because he got to originally uh, slated, if I remember correctly, uh, he had bon- Bono was supposed to be on the album, Madonna, like he was really flexing his pop uh, star dumb and who he could touch. Mm-hmm. And they didn't all make it except for Charlie Wilson as a feature on the album of, of all the names that he was talking about at the time. And um,
0: Billy, Billy Nelson's on the album.
2: Huh? Willie and Willie Nelson. Nelson, Willie Nelson is on the on the Johnny Cash tribute, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh this album I think Snoop finally has grown into understanding what he means culturally as opposed to just hip hop,
1: but on the broader spectrum of just world culture. And it was also a lot of it also was just him like you said, it was him breaking out of the mold that uh that the name Snoop Dogg carried. Like everybody saw Snoop Dogg as like this, uh, this West Coast MC, you know, affiliation with Pac, Suge. Um, but this album in what, 2008, well, it goes
2: deeper because of the whole, um, parental advisory stickers and yeah, thing for then. Because yeah. back then, I forget, I forget the lady's name, uh, that it was a big deal then, and Snoop Dogg was being made an example of specifically.
1: Mm-hmm
2: at the time of people uh, of derogatory lyrics and everything at the time
1: yeah so him doing him being him just meant way more in the long run in his longevity yeah and I, I think this is him kind of just he he's kind of just stretching his creativity here and I'm really thankful that he did I mean without this album even though like it's it's not the most talked about in his in his catalog at all but yeah. I think without this album, um, we don't get the snoop that we have today that's, you know, the one that can go in so many different arenas or feels so comfortable going in so
0: many different areas like he does. Um, what were you gonna say about? I was wondering when I was gonna get the tour. I was like, damn, am co so is did Danny take my spot? <laughs> my <laughs> damn, bad, my right, bad. Bad. Um Don't be rude, we have a guest. Uh, well, he's not a guest, he's a regular, but yeah. My bad. Well, what were you thinking, sir? Well, um what I was thinking was is that this album is was his best body of work in like a long time before this. And um what he like had planned and what he was doing for this project was actually like really, really like significant because he was trying to like start a super group with him, Teddy Riley and DJ Quik called QD, QDT. And um that was like really, really like a big deal like on the horizon. And so like with this project, him taking a step back, like you guys have already said, right? Because before, like, you know, he would always want to, like, do the hook. So he wouldn't want to have, like, say-so like, the direction of the song where he kind of, like, let people come to him. So it was kind of, like, um, really significant also because he was making record Like, he always used G-Funk and everything like that, right? But basically he was, he started, like, this, like, where he really started, like, singing and really flexing, like, stepping out of, out of that lane of just being, like, a total gangster rapper. So, like, that was just really dope. And I just really like enjoyed this project surprisingly because I listened to it one time when it first dropped, and that was it. I never like revisited. I knew the singles from the album, and let's also not forget that during this time, it was around the time when he was um, when he had his reality show uh-huh. that was on MTV, and it was oh, like fatherhood. I used to watch that, and it was and it was alternate to uh, to the Ozzy Osbourne show. So, you know, it was, like, you. They were basically, like, they would come on, like, back-to-back. Back. So you had the Ozzy Osbourne show, and you have, like, this crazy, like, rocker with his family. Then you have Snoop Dogg, the gangster rapper, with his family. And at the same time, him and his wife, as as she's called Boss Lady, her nickname, they were, like, going through, at, while they were taping the show, they were, like, going through problems because Snoop was still, like, living a single man's life. And, like, he addresses some of that on this album as well. But, like, they, they reconciled because his daughter got sick and, like, they realized, like, what they mm-hmm. was going through was stupid and everything like that. But, um, yeah. And then my last point is that 2008 was fucking loaded and with albums. And Snoop really held his own. When we get to it, I'll, name, I'll list off the albums that dropped that year. It was a very, very heavy album that year. I'm sorry. Last thing. This was the first year before the hip hop, the, the new guard of rappers took over. 2008 is was the last year bef, w- without us, without Drake, mm-hmm. Cole, mm-hmm. Kendrick. And this was the only year, this was, all right, since the, the, the first freshman class was in 2007. Then they took 2008 off, then 2009. The real, like, freshman, like how, how it's being presented now happened. So that's like Really significant to me So if you think about it Like as far as like In time 2008 was the last year With the old guard Of rappers I'm not calling them old I'm just saying like That's like the last year Of it So like that's really Before the blog era I think
2: I think it's more The transition of the guard To the blog Internet era Where they were Really taking over Where you get that XXL class With the uh, The Wale's The Kid Cudi's The Um Uh Currencies and, And so on And so on Um Drake wasn't included in that, but he should have been in that. And you're completely right, because it became a different game at at that point. And I think a big thing with this is Snoop right now dropping this. I think this would be well-recepted from Snoop. I think right now, I think this is ahead of its time at the time. Uh, Snoop showed a dynamic side of him we hadn't seen of him touching different, like, just having sexual eruption as the lead single or sensual seduction, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, that shit was fire. Mm -hmm. Like that still goes to this day Mm -hmm. heavily. (laughs) There are songs on this that you could play as a deep cut in a party and, and it'll work. You know, it's not, everybody's going to know it, but it, it, it'll work. Um, this was really like, especially you saying that exposing what came after, you can't deny that this was already seeing a transition in music and understanding the dy- the dynamic person you had to be growing forward from just being a rapper or being the bigger entity that Snoop
1: Dogg has become. Yeah, um, I think it was a big deal because at the at the time, you know, you had even Snoop just using incorporating auto tune the way that he did. Like um, we had T-Pain this year. T Pain was like a really big deal. So like I, I never expected at this time for Snoop to incorporate that into his sound. So when sex uh sexual eruption came out, um, with him having the hair that he, the way that he had it, the way that he was dressed in the video, like all of it now is hard to think about because it's like, yeah, that's Snoop when we think about it now. But back then, it just it was just such a turn for him. Mm -hmm. And it was embraced immediately. And once he saw that, it's like, all right, well, there's nothing Snoop could do. It's like when that he can't do. It's like when Snoop popped up and um, was it explosive video? Not explosive. um, Next episode. Yes. Next episode. Yeah. That was a big moment, too. But it was like, that's that's just Snoop. Do you understand what
2: telling a Puerto Rican mom? Like, nah, I want for Halloween. I want to be Snoop. You wanted to curl I head. wanted to, I was like, "Yo, yo let me just grow it out and just do that shit." I was like, "Nah." No, nah. like, thank you, mom.
1: But Snoop, yeah, Snoop can make <laughs> you feel like you can get away with anything, man. Thank you,
2: mom.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so in on the album specifically, it kicks off with a word which uh which is the, you know, the intro. Um, not much to say about it here. Great production, good lead in. You had anything on this one?
0: Um, no, nah, it was just, you know, it was a cool, smooth intro. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, that like, right now, he's, like, shouting out, like, the super group that he was working on forming at that time, right, mm-hmm. Q- QDT. And um, he mentions Terrace Martin. Yeah. And, like, there's a really cool story with Snoop and Terrace Martin because um, he had, like, a full scholarship to go to college. I forgot which prestigious college it was for music or going towards Snoop, Dogg. And he chose to go on tour with Snoop Dogg, and, like he, and at that time, everybody told him, like, you're ruining your life. What, it, what, it, what the hell is going on tour with a rapper going to do for you? But now, you know, several Grammy Awards later, like many other accolades later, it shows that he made the right decision betting on himself and trusting Snoop to go on tour with him.
1: And look at, yeah, and look at how long Terrence Martin's been in the game. And
0: Terrence Martin is in multiple places
2: throughout this album.
1: Yeah. He's all over this album. Yeah. Um, and I and I'm and I'm sure like writing wise, like of course production wise, like he's all over this. Um, press play features corrupt, and it's produced by DJ Quick, who doesn't get enough credit for his production. Um, great, I think I feel like this should have been the intro. <laughs> um, just off the title alone, it, it's a good lead into the album. A word which is kind of unnecessary when press play comes after it.
2: All right, there's something about press play that. Sounds like it could have been a Just Blaze be almost or a Just Blaze throwaway to me, but I love it about it.
0: I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I I get it, but I guess I get I, I wouldn't say I guess it's kind of disrespectful to DJ Quik because DJ Quik yeah, came first. I, I don't mean to and that's what I
2: don't mean to be disrespectful. So it's like at any it sounds reason. like yeah I get it, but, but it, it's like it's this a DJ song Quik makes song, me track. makes me think like, damn Snoop and Just Blaze doing a project together. At this time? That would have been cool. That would have been fire. Because a, a lot of things, like with Snoop, that I attribute to is my knowledge of a lot of um, funk and soul records. And just Snoop being Snoop and who he is. And if you've ever had the luxury of seeing Snoop DJ, that's what he plays. Snoop is and very
1: much, yeah, like in you a vein You guys know me.
2: When it comes to 70s funk and soul, that's yeah, my bag.
1: He's very much in the vein of, like, Bootsy Collins, Parliament. Yeah, so... so yeah.
2: I just would have loved to see um, Just Blaze and Snoop Do a project together Just touching all those samples That they could have As Just Blaze
0: could have It would be cool But I guess because he has Dre and DJ Quick I'm just like
2: <laughs> I get it. I get like, it. I get it. It's but it's different. It's different types of production. For me, it's more the, that I want that nasally. I want that reverbed uh, soul sample with the voice mm-hmm. playing into what you're talking about and rapping about because right. I know Snoop has that storytelling capability, right? Yeah. So
0: I wanted to get into how I want corrupt to talk shit on everything. Corrupt talking shit on this track is so fire to me And was so like significant Because like the way it comes in The beat already like catches your attention And then it's the sample from the Osley Brothers And then it's a sample from Oh just the Osley Brothers So mm-hmm. it's the alternate version of Voyage to Atlantis right And Corrupt is just on there t- Like you can tell that they got into mad fights because of Corrupt Mm-hmm. Like corrupt, corrupt talking so like, like co- corrupt talking so much shit telling dudes are like you know inviting them to, to the Frank stand and everything like that mm-hmm. like you could tell that like corrupt got them into like mad shit like the way he just talks shit it just makes you just want to beat his ass like I could tell so I just enjoyed him and it just got me mad hype like listening to it I was like oh shit. So I just wanted to just like point that out right there. Like obviously quicks production is like the standout mm-hmm. Snoop's lyrics, like the way it just comes on, but like corrupt popping shit. Clean. Top five shit talker. <laughs> right right there. Clean. I never I never actually
1: considered corrupt in that on my shit talking list. But yeah, I think I think he would go up there when I really think about it.
0: Yo. Tell um
1: S D is out featuring charlie wilson is produced by teddy riley i think this is one of my favorite songs on this album yo
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is one
1: of my favorite songs on this album um charlie wilson is a fucking treasure everything he's on yeah the Voice. um the chorus like it has that like signature teddy riley sound too um that i really like you know teddy riley being one of the ones that like he's not credited enough for what he did like pre t-pain because T-Pain made it a sound, like he made he made he made that completely his own. But like before him was Teddy Riley with that sound, um, and he really displayed that on this song and on a, on this chorus.
0: Well, he helps he helps Charlie Wilson display that on this chorus. Right. It's a great song. Um, when I was listening to this, I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, East Coast bias is real, mm-hmm. because when this project dropped, right? Like, the way the Mm -hmm. album kicks off, like, the way the album kicks off, it can make you... It would have made me the way when CDs were a thing when this album came out in 2008. I would have absolutely bought it. Mm -hmm. I would have went into Virgin Megastore, right? Mm Listen to the first three or four songs on the, the CD thing and been like, I gotta buy this album. The first three songs all hit. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, wow, I bet you if you go to California, like, this album is, like, hailed, like, you know, like, no other, right? The same way how, like, we hail, like, say, like a Mob Deep album or something like that. Like, this, I, I feel like this album has to be coveted because in New York, I feel like we really, really, for Snoop, really only covered doggy style. Yeah, I agree. Like, we I don't, agree. we don't, we don't acknowledge like his other albums and stuff like that, right? I think Rhythm and Gangsta think, was coveted. No, no, New, no. No, no well, not, probably not in nah, New York. Nah, all right, all right. So, we, we That's have what to saying, accept. you was in like, the Midwest. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, in New York, they appreciate nobody, like, I've never heard anybody. Well, you on the, I, like one this is one of the few in is,
2: episodes. Me and Tori are gonna accept that we have a bias, all right? All right? Fuck y'all.
0: So what I'm just saying is, is just that when Doggy Style dropped when you go to New York, there was nothing else that you heard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, is that there's never been that feeling for another Snoop album in New York since. Like mm-hmm. you never I like agree. you never like where everywhere you go. Like I'll tell you another time. I I, there's I had mad that singles, feeling.
2: the singles have stuck, but it's never been an album situation that the mm-hmm. whole album rang true to us. Mm, another time, Doggy style
0: Another time that That was The case was Forget Richard I Trying Where every block You went to You heard the songs So what I'm just saying Is with Snoop It was like Yo Snoop Dogg Is cool as fuck I would love to smoke weed With him But it mm-hmm. wasn't Everybody like Having his music Being played Like you know Of course it would get played On the, mu- on the radio And stuff like that um, Damn, know, his
1: No Limit run didn't do nothing out here? Nah, no. It,
0: yo, it really... It, uh, okay. It, no, it it, no limit. I feel like it I feel do, like we can cover that later. because
2: I enjoyed it, but I feel like I also got looked at crazy because I was not supported in my support of the No Limit Snoop run. Was, People mm, did not
0: mm. fuck with it in New York. You want to know what happened? Mm. So our generation went to college. And when they went to college, it was a lot of songs that they got put onto, like, mm. fuck them other niggas and stuff like that so then it got and then you gotta remember also uh the song a drop it like it's hot like yeah. that song came out yeah. and like that song was like beloved but like snoop albums in new york mm. everybody just everybody just respected snoop and everybody just acknowledged snoop but like they were never like albums where everybody was like yo you gotta listen to this yeah shit. like like yo That's i was in
2: sixth me. grade snoop. yeah i was in sixth grade and i was fucking with yeah. cash money when they had uh the Block Is Hot and Baller blocking Movies on VHS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And nobody fucked with me when I had those. Like, like there was one kid, Nico. Nico, you <laughs> shouted out this podcast before. Like, like you be on Facebook. I don't see you like that. But, like, yo, shout out to you because you be actually put, put posting this up in fucking year forums. But, nah, Nico was the only kid besides me, this fucking white... Fucking Brazilian kid who was like, nah, cash money got fired. And I was like, yes, cash money got fired. He was the only other kid who was like, Mm. nah, this is it. This is it. And yeah. And as they kept going, it was like, yo, y'all fuck with Lil Wayne at fucking the Carter. You didn't fuck with Lil Wayne when it was 500 degrees or the block was hot. Mm -hmm. Like, like, that's why I'm like with Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne is extra in my high
1: regards. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. Um, well... Well yeah Like I, I think that That's funny Every time we have These conversations too It always like Like I've been in New York For so long That like When we had these conversations It, it just makes me think Like damn Cause I just assumed That like certain shit Was just received A certain way Just mm-hmm. like Just like when Torian had, had time in Atlanta He can assume like Certain shit was received A certain way But like For me like Snoop was like Heavily regarded For his albums
0: Not just for who he was Alright So the other day me and his girl was getting into the mood, and she told me, you know, I need to, uh, you know, uh, trim the yard. Oh, damn. And I don't, you know, do you have any recommendations?
1: You know what? Funny you say that, because I got in a similar situation. I had to do some digging. I found some shit, bro. I got to put you on. Please do. It's called Manscaped, and Manscaped gave us a code that I want you to use. Get you can those- get 20% off, bro. Get out of here. y'all, too. Wrap in order twenty. You use that. You go to manscaped.com. Get twenty percent off your order. Wow, she is going to be so happy, and you know she won't have no hair on her teeth. And your balls are thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah. So never have to worry. Features Terrace Martin and Uncle Uncle Chuck.
0: Uh-huh. It's
1: produced by Snoop himself and Terrace Martin. Um. Any thoughts on this one? um i
2: think we touched it we already know how it is with the energy they have it's great it's it's a fun vibe and i think that's where this is where snoop uh we discuss him going growing into his pop culture fandom i think this on this album specifically is a term where he's like nah we're gonna have fun Mm -hmm. this is the way we've heard snoop this is a way we have, yeah, I guess that's the way to say it. We've heard Snoop in a way we haven't before. Mm-hmm. He's having fun. This is the first time he's letting go besides having any more than a more um, rap straight up persona. Yeah. Like ego tripping. Like I think it I think it makes sense to that too. Like he's understanding his pop culture mm-hmm. significance. Like let go
1: of it. A lot of it is that.
2: Yeah. Don't let go of being a thug. You yeah. you got it. You're you're bigger than that.
1: You're 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 the world <laughs> definition of hip hop. Yeah. And this is him just embracing all types of music that he really fucks with. And which leads into the um into the big single of this album, which was sexual eruption. We already touched on it before, <laughs> but it was produced by Shorty Red, which I don't think I knew before. Did you say know that? Shorty Red again, please? Shorty Red. Shorty Red. Okay.
2: We're just making sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I knew that it was produced by Shorty Red before I knew that. before
0: I listened to the album again. I knew that and I and I thought that it was two Shorty Reds. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard I, it, and I was like, "This is not the nigga that made Air Force Ones for Jesus." Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> at this
2: point, at this point, Shorty Red's name was going around, so you were already like, "Okay," and knowing uh, if you were paying attention to like the Southern scene at the time, his name was popping up. So when this came up, you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this wasn't like mm-hmm. you thought it was," because you're coming up on the fucking. Uh This is probably 2008. This is when, like, it's two dope boys, two every... Like, like, then they're fucking posting shit, and you're just learning to watch and read from there and learning how to download what you need to download from
1: there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but, yeah, we already know how sexual eruption is really, really fucking popular because I tried to look for the vinyl, and that shit is expensive. I just wanted it on vinyl because I like the song so much. But that shit is expensive. It's, like... All right, so I feel like there's not a night in life that that song doesn't get
2: played at least three thousand times in one night, like in not necessarily the world? In, in in the world in the world that's what I'm saying, oh. like like I feel like at least <laughs> worldwide like 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 there's never a night at certain places that doesn't get played. That was a really specific number uh it's just the <laughs> like right there at that moment like two thirty one at night, the world knows to play that or some oh. shit.
0: Okay, Danny. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's funny. Um, let me see. So, the samples are In Step by Girl Talk, Joy FM by Oriol, and Let Go by Distinction. Um, I don't know. Shit. Now you got me fucking up. Anyway, so... When I first heard this song, I I couldn't really believe that it was Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. and because it, it didn't sound like T Pain, because T Pain did a different thing, because T Pain changed his microphone. Yeah. Snoop was using the tube like Ralph Troutman was. Um, the vocoder. Ro- I think oh, oh Roger Troutman. I'm sorry. His name is Roger Troutman, and um, you know he he was in a, he worked with the group Cameo, and they did Computer Love, correct? So I just thought that was really cool, and he did the hook on Computer on uh, uh not Computer Love on California Love. I'm sorry. Mm. So that was just really dope. So, you know, um, really good thing that Snoop was able to do that and give like a callback to like the 80s and the 70s and stuff yeah. like that. I and thought it's it was all, dope. It's all, More I, I thought so too.
1: And it's also one of those songs that uh, the, it's one of the only songs, one of the few songs that the um the edited version is better than the um I sexual, I prefer sexual seduction over sexual eruption. I, I kind of agree with that. <laughs> Um, a big thing with that, though, too, yeah, I is weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to think about a nigga. Nothing. It,
2: this is, this is, <laughs> for you guys, is this the official Uncle Snoop defining moment? Because for me, that's what it was. It was like, nah, Snoop is like, because we already knew Snoop had this funkadelic, the, the whole funk influence and everything. This, I think, is the first time we hear Snoop making a full-on sound that could have been, like, of that era. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this was the moment finally and because he had all of these commercial things going at the time he had that he had already had the uh polarizing moment with Martha Stewart at the yeah. VMAs um he's already had this like I feel like this is finally Snoop like nobody else felt like this is it made sense mm-hmm. like once he did this I was like it I'm, makes the most sense and I love this. I had these
0: moments I had that moment before this album though. Like I I, I thought that like because Snoop was already doing cool stuff. Like he was in a star skin. He was already becoming like a crossover pop star, like in a star skin Hutch movie. Mm-hmm. Um he was always like refer- he was always a reference. Like Betty White talked about him and stuff like that. So to me, like he was already Uncle Snoop before that. Wait, but, shout
2: out to Betty White. She's about to be a hundred years old.
0: Yes. Oh, nice. But um yeah, so mm-hmm. this with Snoop, it's just like he was already like this pop culture, larger than life icon to me. Um, so by the, by this album, yeah, he was already Uncle Snoop. He was Uncle Snoop way. He him, it, him and LL Cool J were both my uncles by this time. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so with this being the big single aside, we had we had some other really big noteworthy songs on this album, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Life of the Party, Fun. Too Short, um, that beat. I forgot that that was on this album. Yeah. So Went till I was listening back. and It wasn't even a single, right? Nah, it was, was. No, it was a single. It was, it a, was a single? It was absolutely yeah. a single. I, I feel single. like that was
2: a sleeper that had a video and everything. Oh, it was absolutely shit. a yeah. single. Yeah, this was the
1: Because that
0: shit used to come on and you'd be like, oh. Mm-hmm. This album okay. had five singles. Sensual Seduction, Um, Never Have to Worry, Life of the Party, My Medicine, and Those Girls.
1: Yeah.
2: I feel like Life of the Party is the only one that's really survived, though. Sexual Seduction. Yeah. No, no. I mean, that's the standout. Of course, that shit gets played every
1: night. He's like I said, like outside of that one, like I said, uh, still to this one. day,
2: that gets that gets played two thousand to three
1: thousand times a night. <laughs> All
2: right. You win that number. So let
1: um, But then, um, you know, you got "Cool" on this album. "Cool," "Cool" kind of takes me. It throws me off a little bit, but it's a print sample. Mm-hmm. Um, he sampled Prince on that, and it's produced by Teddy Riley. Um, it this song is what. Kinda throws this album in a completely different direction, but I like it.
0: What what's your, what's your thoughts Yo, on this one? Yo, I'm be honest with you, like once we get I didn't to once, this we, shit at all. once we get to all right. So this is my thing. Afterlife for the party. Wasted time doesn't make sense to me mm. because like I get what Snoop's doing. Oh, Raphael Sadiq. Because yeah, it's with Raphael Sadiq, I get what Snoop's doing, but it's just like because because at that time the, the show was on. Mm. Like I, I was like, all right, this nigga's not dating. Like he's married. So who, like, what woman is he talking to? It's, it's like you just don't you don't feel that, and you know this isn't about him and boss lady because he also has a song talking about like you know the they reconciliation. To her, yeah, right. So it's just like This was just like A random So I'm like why you write this And get this song to somebody else I didn't want that song Yeah A waste of time Just didn't make sense to me Right um, Cool was A dope flip So wait wait I have a quick question and,
2: and let's think to it now In hindsight Even though you know What you know it, it don't sound better now Than it did back then Because I think it sounds better Now than it did back then think nah, that that's, No, cool. I hate that song Like I want yeah. it, I, I, yeah. I wish this
0: album Was only 10 songs long
2: I feel like it's not as bad as I remember it being. I feel back in the day, I used to feel like it was just a forced song, and I feel like mm. now it's kind of like, okay, I could kind of see, see Snoop doing something like this more now than
1: then. Nah. Nah. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. So, I think, uh, what else? What other okay, nah, I'm gonna tell you tracks that uh, I'm okay, going
0: to touch Okay, so other uh, that that I love on this album, and made me mm-hmm. wonder what the fuck was Snoop's budget... Such, um, sets up, sets up, and yeah, that that was by, that was the Neptunes and Pharrell's on the hook. Yeah, wow. son, is amazing. what the fuck was Snoop's budget? But this <laughs> is this is what we already know.
2: I, I don't feel like I feel like this is one of those questions that we don't budget because we already knew Snoop had a different relationship with the Neptunes at this point. Huh? Yeah, it is paid the cost to be
1: the boss, and actually, yeah, paid um, beautiful. You're right. Was 2002
0: question, and this is a big question who who use who utilizes Charlie Wilson better Snoop Dogg or Kanye West Snoop Dogg. Snoop
1: There's more feeling in it. Yeah. There's what? more feeling in it. I think Snoop Dogg. No. Okay, okay. So so here well, he, well, what's Here's, the, what's here's the, what I feel. Hold on, what, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. Hold on. Yeah. What's your what's your top 3 Kanye U songs for for From Charlie Wilson. Wilson?
0: All right. So, so see me now right now. I never really liked that song that See much. Me Now with Kanye, and Beyonce, Beyonce and Big Sean. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And your man's on there, right? Yeah. Bound. I like everything he does. I love Bound.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Lord, 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 Lord. New Slaves ain't up there? Huh? New Slaves Charlie ain't Charlie Wilson there? not on that. Yes, he is. New Slaves? At the end. Oh. He's at the end. I mean, he's also he's also uh, on Flash and Lights at the end. Well, he did the original words of Flash, so oh, okay. that don't count. Nah. But yeah, like I just... I just enjoy what, what Kanye and Charlie do together. Those yeah. is rapper's keys. Yeah, no, I like... Those rapper's keys. Kanye West. Shut up, Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Those are rapper's keys.
1: I do enjoy what Charlie Wilson and um and Kanye do. Uh, Snoop got signs with, with Charlie Wilson. Um, signs Snoop is my has shit. Snoop mad shit with Charlie Snoop, <laughs> Snoop has uh peaches and cream with, with Charlie Wilson. That's my shit, too. Snoop has mad shit with Charlie And, him. um... What was the other one that I just saw? So we're we gonna go about it, and I'm, I'm just well. to <laughs> Well, okay, SD is
0: not, out. That's is they're... is
1: on my list too. All
0: right.
1: Yeah. But those are those are three elite ones. But Kanye does have some really good ones with with Charlie. So I'm not I'm not shitting on it at all. He has some great for, ones. for my for me the distinction with them is
2: is more. Um, Snoop uses things Charlie's already done and kind of embellishes on it more and, and creates it more with him. And I kind of feel like Kanye is just instrumental in conducting uh
0: Charlie. let's say you're three though. Um for who or which one? What? Wait, nigga, wait, you, wait, you Charlie said it's you, the char- the top Nigga, you said Snoop Dogg you said Snoop Dogg oh, was so who Dogg, you gonna who Okay, you roll with? Okay.
2: I still love that big pimpin' sample with him and uh, Nate Dogg. Something okay. Nate Dogg. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the dog father with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one more day. Wait, is Beautiful not a part of that? Isn't he on Beautiful? I guess these niggas don't like Beautiful. I don't it's know. I, that's beautiful? what I've been down to. It's on Beautiful. Yeah, okay,
1: so my bad. I <laughs> beautiful ain't it for me. <laughs> I'm yeah, thinking well, like, like all right, I'll y'all put niggas put got a trip card, here.
0: but y'all I'll I'll put, niggas ain't neither put, one of y'all say it, but I'll put, whatever. I'll put, I'll put I'll beautiful wanted, on there. That's fine. I'll take S D. i will take I want to hear where I want to
2: hear Snoop at. Beautiful also, yeah, is just like know, cool. It's cool. There's a band on.
0: So. That's I'm, fine. Gonna, well that's a later conversation Okay. For us, so I right. I just like I just wanted to have like that moment because like I really thought about that. Like Snoop and 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 Kanye of of all the artists, right, that like have kind of like like made like helped Charlie Wilson like get his reemergence. I think those are the two artists that I would say are closest to Charlie Wilson. I think and they both utilize, yeah. and they both
1: utilize him really well. I think Kanye gave Charlie Wilson more of a real emergence than Snoop, though. I I think he made he put him nah. more in that. Nah, nah. Right. Because, here's the thing. I think, I, he can, I think he, I think Kanye definitely nah, introduced. I knew, no, nah, no, no, well. Snoop, I was Snoop. I give I Snoop that I, credit. Yeah, he, I knew Charlie Wilson's name yeah, because but, of Snoop, not because of
2: Kanye.
0: Well, okay. I knew Charlie Wilson's name because I, my grandparents let, played the Gap Band. Let me finish. <laughs>
2: That's a different saying. story But yes I had to go back to my father My father was like That's how me and my father Made friends
1: So yeah like, dad, So I think guy? I think Kanye Oh that you done? You, you
2: done? Are you no, done? Are you done?
1: No because you're wrong Oh yeah right
2: All
1: Right Okay so I think I think what I'm saying is Is that uh, Kanye put Charlie Wilson more In the crowd of like The younger people Like young Like younger Like the younger crowd Like Gen Z knows Charlie Wilson because of Kanye I don't know, but bro. I feel like, I feel like Beautiful no, did that. I feel like the feel, 90s, yeah. I feel
2: like 90s is still millennial, though. And we're the last edition of yeah, we millennial. are.
1: Yeah, we are millennial, but Gen Z then, after <laughs> is after us. It's after us. And they but know feel Charlie like we Wilson. i part of that as to why. If you ask a Gen Zer why why they know Charlie Wilson or if they know Charlie Wilson, it's because of Kanye. Right. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're That's right. what I'm saying. No, exactly. I and you would have heard that if you wasn't cutting me off so much. Nah, but I like cutting you off. Anyway, let's get so let's get we'll, to ratings. We'll get so. back to the we'll get back to this. Um, as far as you guys didn't have anything to say about my medicine, which features Willie Nelson.
0: Yo, I did not need that fucking song. I'm Yo, sorry.
1: I, yeah, I was he like, got I, really experimental. He really that. got. Oh, you're, you're you're throwing a Jimmy
2: Cash. Uh, I went to sleep at that. Oh, point. Johnny Cash. Johnny um, Cash. Yeah, you he said Jimmy Cash. Cash. All right, yeah.
1: we're gonna get you some nah, water. Nah. Um. So yeah. So we're gonna wrap up. I think. I'm comfortable giving this a strong three and a half. Um, I, I like where I like where uh, Snoop went with this. I like that uh, he got really experimental toward the end. A lot of it I didn't necessarily need toward the end. I think I agree with you where you said uh, it should have been like 10 tracks. Yeah. That would have been <laughs> yes. cool. Um, and when you said that, it actually reminded me that um, Snoop's album, Bush. I don't know if you guys ever heard that I love album. that
0: Bush album. Yeah. I, That's a more
1: refined version of this album. Like, Bush is amazing. It's a great album. It's it's, it's, all, it's all.
0: It's him and Pharrell. Yeah, it's yeah. him,
1: Pharrell. He has features on there from Kendrick, Rick all Ross, T.I. Right. It's a great album. And it's only 10 songs. Yeah. It's really, really easy to oh, listen I'm to. I'm actually going to go check that out. Yeah. Out
0: yeah, um, yeah no. Nah. Um, I agree with you, Reg. Um Three and a half out of five is good. Um, because the highs are so good on this album, right? But it's just that the lows, like, you could tell, like, all right, cool. I'll give... I, I'll give I give Snoop a long leash because he's so fucking cool. Like I, I will I will say this much, right? Um what the the amount of slack that I give Snoop, I don't give other rappers. But I know because I know that Snoop is experimental and like he smokes a lot of weed, so sometimes he'll be like, fuck it, cuz let's do this. I'm Snoop. So I know that, that a lot of the times that's his like go to. And I know that like on this project, he kind this was like the first time with since he had left Death Row, right, went to No Limit and everything like that, he kind of felt free because in a lot of interviews, like Snoop was saying, like, yo, I could sell one album, I could sell 200,000 albums first week, I could sell a million albums, like, I've done everything. Like, this, is the, this was the first time I think that, like, he was, like, seeing all of his money. And he had got, like, a decent job with, with Geffen Records or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like, he was, like, fully comfortable. And that's why, like, he, he made the, the album that he wanted to make. So may, let me get back to it. Three and a half out of five albums for Snoop Dogg for this album.
1: Okay. And
0: Danny?
2: Um, I'm going to go three and a half three and a half. Not for the same reasons, but I kind of feel like uh, this was his fully understanding of himself. And I think after this you can't deny who I mean before this you couldn't. But I think this is finally Snoop accepting who he is in the spectrum of pop culture overall.
1: Well, I think even more so than that, I think it's him shaping who he who he would become. That's that's it's not yeah, it's not him yeah. accepting it, it's him like creating it's it. him defining who yeah he is yeah in the pop culture realm i can, for sure i can i can accept that yeah. okay so uh so we comfortable three and a half fellas yeah, yeah. cool consensus um, cool so uh yeah man i think for for our listeners it's an album worth checking out i think it's a forgotten about album it's from surprisingly snoop good. but in a lot of ways it's a, it's a defining album for snoop um yes. so it's definitely worth the listen i'm first class reg
0: i'm tory mv we are out of here all right catch you guys next time